So we will recite uh, some shlokas from the Bhagavad Gita for her benefit. So you can repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So this is a recitation of chapter 7 of the Bhagavad Gita, which is known as the uh, Jnana Vigyana Yoga. Chapter 7 is knowledge of the absolute. So chapter 7 is divided into four sections. How old are you? Six years old. So what does this spell? H-E-A-D. H-E-Head. Yeah. And we're going to shave her head. Yeah, so a perfect chapter of Gita. So this chapter uh, has four sections. Verses... 1 through 3, 4 through 11, uh, 12 through 19, and 20 through 30. And that makes the H-E-A-D. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Idam tu te guyatamam prabhakshami anasuyave Gyanavigana Sahitam Yajgatva Mukshasheshu. No, this is, I have to rewind. That's chapter 9. Maya Shaktamana Partha Yogam Yunchan Madashaya Asham Shayam Shamagram Amyatagachishi Tachinu Gyanateham Sabhigyanam Idam Bakshami Shishata Yachgatpanehabhyonachgatavamavishishate Aprayamitastanyam prakatem vidhi vaporam jivabhuta mahabaho yayadam parate jagat etadyonini bhutani sarvanati padarya aham krishnasya jagata prabhava prayasata mata purataram nanyat kinchedasti dananjayam 
Bhalam <coughs> Maya Pritaganam Suram Bhava Mashita Chaturvida Bajantemam Janasukitena Arjuna Arti Jigyasa Arta Arti Ganacha Bharatarshiva Teshanjana Nutyukta Ikabakti Vishishete Pyaganatam Aham Sachama Priyaha Udara Sarava Evati Ganabat Mayamame Matam Asita Syuktat Mahame Mame Vatamgatim Bahunam Janmanam Ante Janavamam Prapadyante Vasudevam Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudurlabaha Kamasaster Hitagyana Prapadyante Nadevata Tam Tamimam Ashtaya Prakatini Atasvaya Yo Yo Yam Yam Tanum Bhakta Shara Arshatam Ichiti Tashara Shara Shadham Tameva Vidyadamaham Sataya Shariya Yuktas Tasaradanam Ihate Lavate Tataka Manmamayava Vihitan Hitan Antavatu Palam Teshan Tadbavati Alpamedasam Deva Deva Yajoyanti Madbhakti Antimamapi Avyakta Vyakta Papanam Manitema Mamabudya Parampavam Jananto Mamabhuta Maheshwaram Aham Prakasya Sarvasya Yoga Maya Samabritaha Mudayo Nabi Janati Lakamam Ajam Aviyam Vedaham Samatitani Vartmanani Charjana Bhavishadibhutani Namtavedana Kashchana Ichadvaishashamutena Dvandamahena Bharata Savabhutani Samoham Sagiyati Parantapa Yesham Chanchakatam Papam Jananam Punya Karmanam Tvedanda Moha Nirmukta Bajantemam Dhradarataha Jaranamana Mokshaya Mamashi Tantiye, Te Brahma Vidur Krishnamajat Makarma Chakilam, Sari Buddhadi Deva Man, Sari Yagyachaye Vidu, Payanikalipi Mam Chetasaha, Om Tatsarati, Srimad Bhagavad Gita Supana Sastru, Brahma Vidyayam Yoga Sastri, Sri Krishna Arjuna Samvade, Ganavigana Yoga Saptamo Jayaha. Hare Krishna. So this chapter is divided into four sections, and the four sections makes an acronym. And what is the word? What? Head. So the first verses, first three verses are about hearing. So Krishna says, Maya Shakta Manaparta Yogam Yunjanoda Asham Shayam Shamagramam Shrinu. If you just hear from me, Shrinu, if you hear from me with your mind, with your heart attached to me, you can know me in full, asham shayam samagramam, without any doubts. 
and jnana vijnana sahitam yachka and knowing this gaining this knowledge and realization there'll be nothing further yet to be known you have complete knowledge complete knowledge now uh, if there is so much to be gained however there are so few that are striving so what does the word manu mean manu any guess manu manushanam sahasreshu manu is where we get the word man human manu manu manushanam sahasra what is sahasra thousand thousand yes so out of one out of a thousand kashchid yatati sidhaye what is sidha perfection so hardly one is seeking perfection out of a thousand people yatatam apisidhanam now you take that another that subgroup so you have general body of people and one out of a thousand is seeking hardly one out of a thousand is seeking sidha sidha spiritual perfection out of that krishna makes another statement yatatam apisidhanam kashchin mamreti tatvata out of many thousands of those people hardly one knows me in truth so to know krishna to know the process of bhakti is very rare so krishna begins to explain his various energies bhumir apo nala bhayu kam madabhude kam madabhude evacha hankara so he describes there are eight uh, there's five gross elements and three subtle elements there's earth water fire air and ether gross elements then there is the subtle elements the mind the intelligence and the ahankar the false ego so these are uh, can we also said as solids liquids radiant energy uh, gases and space even within the atom you have mass that is called earth doesn't necessarily mean dirt there's some mass there you even have nala you have radiant energy electron you have vayu this the movement and you have space you have all the different elements even on atomic level so there's the gross elements and then there is the subtle elements the mind the intelligence and the ego what is the difference between the mind and the intelligence so you're talking about the brain i think so the mind is a heart of emotion so when you wake up in the morning the mind says go back to sleep but the intelligence says you're going to be late for school you better get up but the mind says oh do what you like means it's rooted in what is pleasurable attach things you like getting things you like and avoiding things you don't like for example um when you first started going to school did you did you want to study no so the mind says don't study but the intelligence says you're going to be homeless if you don't <laughs> so mind and intelligence 
both voices there in the head. Ahankar. So Krishna says, these are my eight separated material energies, but there is another energy of mine, a superior, a para-prakriti, that is called the jiva, the soul. And that soul is trying to control the lower energies, it's trying to control the material elements. So all living entities have both. You have a physical body that is ever changing, and then you have the subtle, the uh, the spirit, and the physical and the subtle, and you have the the self, the soul. For example, how old are you? Thirteen. So, um, what happened? Is this the body you were born with? No. Very smart. Yes. You're good, good, good answer. So the body you were born with, all the cells that were in that body at birth are not here. Not one of those cells are here today. Did you know that? Within seven years, now you're older than seven. So within seven years, every cell is replaced. So you have reincarnated right before your mother's eyes. Where's your mother? Right here. So, but anybody has known him for seven years? Yeah. So they have seen you reincarnate. Right here. Reincarnation does not necessarily mean at the time of death, you're already changing your body. In this life. If someone believes in biology, in cells, then they believe in reincarnation. As Krishna has explained, you're changing your body in this life, you will have to accept another body at the time of death. Just like you, is this the same clothes you were wearing yesterday? But you're still alive? Yeah. So you change your clothes, but still you're alive. <laughs> so you change your body, you're still alive. Same person, but body has changed. Vasamchi janani yathavihaya. We change clothes, change bodies. Constantly. In this life and next life. So Krishna says, so Krishna explains how he's behind everything. As any of the Matajis have pearl necklace. See a pearl necklace? So Krishna says, Sutre Managanaiva. He just says that I am the string. Now where is the string? Is there a string there? I don't see it. So Krishna says, I am that string. You don't see me, but I am behind everything, holding it up. Sutana Managanaiva. So now, how do we see him? He says, Rasoham Apsukunteya. I am that pure taste in water. I am that Prabhashmi Shashishuyo. I am that light of the sun and the moon. Pranava. I am the Pranava, the Om in the Vedas. And I am the ability in man. So anybody who has any abilities... Drawing abilities, basketball abilities, computer engineering abilities. Krishna says, that is my, I am the ability. I can take it away, I can give it. I am the ability in man. Punya gandam prativam cha. I am the original fragrance of the earth. Now, how many of you smelt a beautiful flower before? Now, where do flowers come from? Dirt. Krishna says, the fragrance is in the dirt. Flowers is a transformation of it. I am that fragrance, the original fragrance. I am the power within fire. Jivanam Sarvabhuteshu, the life in all things. And the Shabdake, the sound in space. Sound in ether. The sound in the sky. Parusham Nishu. Punya Gandam Prithivam Chachi, Chashmi Bhavachanimanam Sarvabhuteshu. 
And I am the austerity of the ascetics. I am the original seed of all existence. I am the the intelligence of the intelligent and the prowess of the powerful. I am that strength that is devoid of desire and passion. And I am that sex life that is not contrary to Dharma. Dharma Vruda Pushadu. Know that all states of being, uh, from rajas, tamashash, from sattva, rajas, and tamas, all come from me. Everything comes from me. So the whole tree beer going to marry Bhavir. The whole world is bewildered by the three gunas: good mode of passion, mode of goodness, mode of ignorance. And therefore, they cannot know me. So, Daiviyesha, this is all my material energy. And it's very difficult to overcome. How many of you have seen a picture, a painting of Durga? Durga. Now, when you see a painting of Durga, do you think, oh... If if I was going to challenge somebody in a fight, that would be a good opponent for me. Would that be a good? Would you think that's a good person to challenge? How many arms you have? How many does she have in the painting? We can't even remember so many arms. And what is she carrying in each arm? Samosas? No. <laughs> Various weapons. She also has trishul. Trishul. Trishul is giving Adi Atmaka, Adi Bhotaka, Adi Devaka Klesh. That means misery is caused by the mind, misery is caused by the body, misery is caused by other bodies, and misery is caused by nature. She's poking us, saying, You don't belong in this material world. Why? Don't try to get comfortable. You don't belong here. Go back home. Go back to Vaikuntha, the spiritual world. You don't belong here. So Durga, she is the superintendent of the prison of the material universe. And she is punishing the souls who have rejected the Supreme Lord, who are trying to enjoy separately. So if one is trying to enjoy separately, then they are uh, overseen by Durga. And to try, how will you overcome Durga? Any possibility? No. He said, Krishna says, this energy of mine is very difficult to overcome. But if a person surrenders unto me, they can easily cross beyond it. Can you swim across the ocean? What if you're holding a dog's tail? Will that help you? No, no, that still won't help you. So all material things is like holding on a dog's tail, trying to swim across the ocean. It won't help you. But if you surrender to Krishna, the whole ocean shrinks to this small, to the size of the water contained within a calf's hoof print. So the whole problems of material existence become this small. The ocean, can can you step over a puddle this small? Very easy. Easily. All you have to do is surrender to Krishna. 
Now, what is the next letter? So we had H is for hearing about the Lord. E is for energies. A is for accepting and rejecting. Who, who comes to accept God? Who goes, who rejects God? So the first verse, my kids, they know this. My youngest kids, they know this one. Uh, so there are four kinds of people who just don't come to God. There are the, what is called, Maya Aparita Jnana. Maya Aparita Jnana means a person whose so-called education has made them more atheistic. For example, have you uh, studied the creation of the universe in science class? What do they say? They say uh, some ridiculous story. They say that first of all there was nothing. And nothing was feeling so depressed. Because his mother was always giving him a hard time. Nothing was saying, uh, his mother was saying, make something of yourself, my son. Do something. So nothing got so upset that he just went, and exploded in all directions. And then he eventually he started to settle down like a good teenager. When she settled down, and there are different rocks floating in circles. Because his mom said, make something of you. And then on that one big rock, there were two small rocks, and they fell in love. The two small rocks fell in love, and they gave birth to a mouse. The mouse found another mouse, gave birth to a sheep. And that sheep gave birth to a monkey. His name was Harry. And his wife was named Lucy. And apparently those monkeys are swimming, swinging on your family tree. So if you go back in your family tree, the book, you'll see and Grandma Lucy and Grandpa Harry. And then you go further back, you'll see a sheep. You go by the mouse, then you go back, there's a rock. And then you go all the way back, his beginning is nothing. And a person will very proudly declare... That this is science, but it's actually science fiction. There's what is called abductive reasoning. Abductive reasoning means with very little evidence, you make huge proclamations. They're not every fiddle of science is the same. For example, physics, you have physical tests. There are things that you can repeat. You can have a control group. You can have a proper experiment. Now where is the control group? What is happening billions of years ago? They cannot answer a two-year-old murder mystery. But they say exactly with perfect uh, understanding what happened billions of years ago. Does that make sense? So science fiction. Not all, not all science carries the same authoritative weight. Inductive reasoning is higher than abductive reasoning. Deductive reasoning is higher than abductive. We'll go on. So, 
Where were we? The the Maya Purohitagana, the person whose so-called education has made him more atheistic, he will not accept God. Then there is the Mudha. What does Mudha mean? Murko. What is Murko? Dung. What animal is example of this? Donkey. So the donkey, he has what is called the American dream. What is the American dream? You work hard, you work like a donkey, at the end, finally you'll get some money and be happy. The donkey is thinking, if I work hard, 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 the master will give me some grass. Now where is the grass? It's all around him. But he is such a fool that he thinks he needs to get grass from the master. So we're like donkeys. We think, I will get happiness if master gives me money. Employee G. Employer G gives me money. But happiness is already there. Like the deer who has... You ever heard of deer musk? You know, deer musk is a fragrance. It comes from the belly button of a particular type of deer. The deer will wander the forest going... (laughs) Where is this? Where is this fragrance? Oh my God, it's so nice. And he will be hungry, looking for that fragrance. But where is it? It's already with him. So the donkey is a fool, the grass is everywhere. So where is the happiness? It is already there with the soul. But he is looking outside. So he is a mudha, murko, American dream. Then there is Asuram, those who are just openly antagonistic, atheistic. And then there is Naradhamma, a person who has abandoned all culture. They don't surrender to the Supreme. Then there is Chaturvedabhajantemam, four kinds of pious people who come to the Supreme. There are people who are in distress. You find a lot of people when they're distressed, they start to pray. You know what a foxhole is in in military? So in World War II and World War I, they would build these trenches and they would shoot in the, in the trench. You know, they'd dig a hole and they would shoot. But it was so, one person dies, next person dies, next person dies. So then everyone starts praying. Even the atheist who says there's no God, he starts praying. Everyone. So there's a famous statement, there's no atheist in the foxhole. They all pray. So in distress, he comes to God. Then other t- one is person seeking some kind of wealth. God, help me. Uh, I want this job. I want this company. I want this money. I want this house. That's another type of person who surrenders to God. Then there is also the Gyanina. He just wants to figure, how is everything going on? And then there's the Gyani, the person who is seeking the Supreme. What is God? Who is God? Who am I? What is life? So generally the Sudra comes in distress. The Vaishya comes with the full of money. The Kshatriya, what's in, who's in charge? And the Brahmana, what is God? Who am I? Krishna says, all of them are dear to me. But the person who is look, looking for me with devotion, he is the most dear to me. Oh, you got the Haldi. Machaji, you got the haldi. Nice, nice. <laughs> Hare Krishna, she looks so cute. <laughs> no. 
Then Krishna says, after many, many lifetimes of seeking me, one may surrender unto me. Now, how many of you have been to the Empire State Building? Anybody? Yes. Would you have taken the elevator if there was an elevator? Yes. <laughs> Why go through all of that steps? So similarly, Krishna says, after many, many lifetimes of struggling to understand me, one surrenders unto me. Why wait for many lifetimes? Just surrender to Krishna now. Don't wait for millions of lifetimes. So uh, then, so that is A. And what's the last letter? D. So D stands for demigod, devata. What is demigod? No, that's the that's like more uh, European use of the word. We're talking about what is deva? So, what's the difference between deva and Bhagavan? Do do devas die? Do devas die? Yes, they do. Yes. Devas are born and die. Uh, Brahma Bhuvana Loka. Brahma, he is a longest living Deva. But he dies. But God has no lifespan. Devas are all servants of Bhagavan. How long does Brahma live? 311 trillion 42 billion years. He lives a lifespan of our particular universe. 311 trillion, 42 billion years. But he still has a lifespan. Do you know how how long is that for Vishnu? Like a flash of lightning. Brahma's life is like nothing for the Lord. And he's the longest living Deva. Indra, in one day... So many Indras die in Brahma's one day. And in one one breath, in one minute, so many Brahmas die in Vishnu's time. So in this universe, there are humans, animals, devas. Devas are a higher category of species. How long do you live compared to a mosquito? Hundreds of times longer. So how long does a deva live compared to a human? Hundreds of times longer. How? What is your intelligence compared to a mosquito? Hundred times higher. What is a deva's intelligence compared to you? Hundreds of times higher. But this is all in the material sphere. Beyond this is the spiritual world where there is God and his servants. So Krishna says, Come us to stare. A person whose intelligence, their desires have been corrupted or polluted or stolen by, by, by desire. Their intelligence is corrupted. They surrender to devatas. You see even in uh, uh, Ravana, who does he worship? Shiva. 
So many demons are worshipping Shiva because it's not about spirituality, it's about getting something. They say, oh, he was devoted. No, no, it was business. He's trying to get something. So Kama says there, a person whose intelligence has been polluted by material desires, they surrender to devatas. Kama says there, hitagana prapadyantena devata tamtamimashtaya prakatiniyatas swaya. Yo yo yam yam padum bhakta shara architam echitita shara sharam tam tameva vidyadamiham sataya sharaya yuktasta sararam ihate labate tatakaman mamaiva vihitan hitan antavatu palamtation tadvavati apamedisam deva deva yojo yanti mad bhakti yanti mamapi. So just to sum up that section real quick, Krishna says, I give that person the shraddha, I give them the faith in the deva, but I am the supplier of the result. All that, all that happens comes from me. The devas are my servants. So he says, that person who is seeking temporary things, antavattu palam, what does palam mean? Palam. Fruit. Who wants a temporary fruit? Antavat. Alpa medasam. What is this word alpa? Short. And what is medha? Means they have very small brains. So Krishna says, Those who want temporary, who want temporary things, they worship devas. And they go, in the next life, they become a deva. So if you become a deva, what is the problem? What's the problem if you live thousands of years, millions of years? You tell me. Any problem with that? You still have to die. So Krishna says, those who worship devas become devas. But those who worship me come back to me. Now if you go back to the spiritual world, there is no death. That is beyond the heavenly planets. Swargaluk. There are higher planets in this universe. We don't want to go there. We want to go back home. If I were to offer you a opportunity to, instead of being in a second class prison cell, to be a first class prison cell, would that be good? Or what if I offered you the way to be free from the prison altogether? What's better? But the first class prison cell has eight TV channels. Yes, and only eight channels. You can get a thousand channel outside. It's much better outside of prison. So don't be, be uh, bewildered, Krishna tells Arjuna. Don't go for these uh, material things in the higher planets. Go back to the spiritual world. So that group, he says, they have very small brains. The next group, he says, they have no brains. Abudaya, that person who thinks, I was Advaita, and now I've become person. Avyakta, that I had no form, now I have a form. No, God is always a, has a form. How many of you would think the sun is cold? Raise your hand if you think the sun is cold. Raise your hand if you think the sun is hot. And how do you know the sun is hot? Back there, blue shirt. You can feel it. Oh yes, perfect answer. Sometimes people say they study science. That is fine, but there's faith in that. You feel it, there's no faith. You experience it. So cause and effect. Effect, sunlight, tells us something about the cause, sun. 
So if you say the sunlight is hot but the sun is cold, is that is that, is that intelligent? If you say there are people in this world but the cause is not a person, is that intelligent? God must also be what he supplies. He must possess it. But in a perfect degree. We may be persons but flawed. But God is the supreme source. He is person but but full and complete. Um, so people are covered by this maya. And it's like a tinted window. Krishna, can, We can see Krishna but Krishna can see us. And Viraham Saradipanabha. So we are... Controlled by our desires and aversions. But that person who has given up sinful life, and who is established in pious life, he can take up to spiritual life with good conviction. Who has given up bad things. A person who wants to be free from death at old age in repetition of birth. They know how to uh, uh, engage everything in my service. Understanding me as the Lord of all living entities, the Lord of all devas, the Lord of sacrifice, and the Lord of material nature. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. So that is chapter 7. The entire chapter 7 of Bhagavad Gita. 30 verses that we just heard. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.